Turn Miguel Cole. Hello, how's everybody doing? Alrighty, just off uh, NXT Takeover Portland, Oregon, and the Oregon uh, Trail. Yeah, the Oregon Trails, and uh, damn, that was a damn good pay per view, if was. I might say so myself. I'm not gonna go. So. I did right just now. You sure? Well, did. now it's like five seconds ago. It's a little bit too late for now that. We're just wasting time. Now it's just wasting time, like we normally do. Mm. Wouldn't be a show without it. All right, so now um, we're going to talk no more. Dead no dead air? That's right. All right, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk more about it uh, in a few moments, but uh, let's go straight on to the uh, Facebook poll and hater comment of the week. Uh, this week's poll, uh, Rick, you put it up. It was, uh, did NXT take over Portland, meet your expectations, or did it exceed them? Now, the reason why... <laughs> I'm doing this now. It's because you and a good friend of the show, Kenny Casanova, uh, were going back and forth about how you were writing things. Now, for everybody out there, and I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to anyways. Um, there, uh, Kenny and Rick are both in the education field, okay? Yeah. So this is why I thought this was just so... Funny. So before I read the results, Rick, explain. Go ahead and say your your battle <coughs> with our very own friend, dear friend of the show, Kenny Casanova. Well, let me tell you something, Tony Diaz. <laughs> when you put one teacher and another teacher in the same ring, you never know what you're gonna get. Now this man by the name of Kenny Casanova. Now Kenny is just a fool, and <laughs> all right. I mean. Kenny and I are, I would say, decent amount friends. We are acquaintances, you know. Um, the guy does a lot of things. He's a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a writer for uh, many uh, wrestlers. He's a former manager of many wrestlers, Managed including myself. Tony Diaz. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if you gave me half a second. Damn. Damn. Um, <laughs> he's talking about himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did, did he ever mention that he wrestled Tito Santana and that his punches were like pillows? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I could go on and talk about that real quick. Anyway, <laughs> so I put up this poll, and it's just, listen, everybody loves NXT. I never hear a bad thing about NXT, so I said, did it exceed it? Or was it just like, yeah, I, I thought this is how good it was going to be. So I put that out there, Ken Casanova and his English teaching self. Came over and said, well, excuse me, I really think the way you should format it is that it's uh, yes or no, because there is no condensation and uh, exploration of the circumferences of the diameter. And I said, Kenny, everybody likes NXT, Kenny. It's just, that's just how it is. And, and Kenny was just like, oh yeah, I'm just playing. But Kenny, he's the kind of troll that will call himself a troll. Yeah, he would. And continue to troll. Yeah. <laughs> and Kenny's the kind of guy that'll be like, yeah, I see what you're saying. 
and they still come at you. Yes. So I was just like, we still. I would keep commenting like, ha ha, yeah, that's funny. And he kept coming back at me. And I was just like, when does this end? I'm not changing the poll, Kenny. It is what it is. Well, well, next time you should say, did you not like it or did you like it? Because it's no negative. It's like if you say Donald Trump, is he a good president or is he a great president? It's like there's no negative connotation. And I'm just like, Kenny, it's a wrestling poll, bro. So automatically... Kenny Casanova is the hater comment of the week. Say what you will. <laughs> this was the week where you could have said anything on this poll and you would have got a free run because Kenny is the king of <laughs> hater comments of the week, for sure. He is. He is. And, uh, you know, uh, he's really good at that, by the way. <laughs> um, if, if only if I can show you the emails he sends me, but uh, that's a whole different story. <laughs> I, I will not get into that. Um, but I'm not going to read anymore because I just thought that that was just hilarious. Um, overall, in my opinion, like I said, we're going to go over it more in a few minutes. <clears throat> NXT TakeOver. But the majority of the f- people, the fans, the people that spoken, 62% said exceeded expectations. 38% said, eh, admit it. What now, I expected. Now, you know what, though? Uh, what's your name? Rick? Yes. Um, I just, I, I understood what you were saying. But, uh, of course, Kenny has to throw his Kenny, Kenny-isms out there. And uh, <laughs> it's just funny. That's all. He's, he, he, that, that's what he does. That's, that's he, just what he, he does. he's good at it. Too. He's very good at it. He's always done that. Um, and he's, he's quite the character. But... Um, all right, so now <laughs> let's get on to another poll. Uh, and we actually talked about this briefly uh, last week's show, and I wanted to talk more in depth uh, today in depth. Uh, in depth about uh, Cesaro. And, uh, and, and I still feel this way, and obviously according to the polls, and people are still voting, that's weird, um, that uh, a majority of people felt the same way. But uh, here, here was the poll. Should WWE bring blah, WWE bring in a TV title for Cesaro to defend it on both, well, on Trice, uh, Raw, <laughs> NXT, and SmackDown? So now, um, Rick, I'll go to you, then Mimi, and then myself, and then I'll read these comments. Yeah, I mean, as mentioned last week, I I said Cesaro 100% should have this title um, and should definitely defend it on all three shows. I see no reason why he shouldn't be a television champion. The television title is a title that is always defended on TV. And all of our shows that we watch are on TV. So (laughs) have him defend week in and week out. Have him, you know what, I've... Even saw some people say, let him fight in NXT UK. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Every week, go to a different show, do something different. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. As long as this man has a title around his waist and has a match every single week, I'm fine with it. As yeah. long as it's not a Symphony of Destruction match. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth. All right, Mimi, your thoughts on it. No, I, I agree because that's exactly what um I had said as well, that he should just be a TV champion. Okay. So now now I threw out there, because there were some people commenting on it, and I threw out there, if not the TV, if not creating a TV title, which I think they they should, 
but bring back the European title. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know? What's Cesaro famous for? The European uppercut. <laughs> you know what I'm yep. saying? And he does it like he's that is vicious. So why not bring that back, maybe? You know, because then it would justify more him going to the UK. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Defending it there. You know, Cesaro is one of the best workers out there, and you don't want to lose him. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Utilizing him. And uh, but not just that, they they're just not booking him correctly to where he needs these wins. You know what I'm saying? Right. He needs a tile around his waist. He needs all this shit. You know, I mean it's it's you know, jobbing to Bansoor, you know, on a pay-per-view or supposed pay-per-view or whatever it is, you know, he created this match. He created that match, and it was a good match. So why not reward him with, like, a TV title? You know what I'm saying? Plus, I think... Are you listening, Vince? I think uh, the the thing is, I think that if they brought a TV title, more so than, I think, a European, um, it's new. Is Because WWE, I don't think, ever had a TV title. I think that was no. all WCW. All WCW. And, you know, creates a new title, and guess what? Merchandise. You know, I see if you put a TV title, I I would prefer that over European title. Yeah, you could put the European title in NXT UK because they don't have a mid. That's true too. Card yeah. title either. Yeah. So have them over there. Oh, oh, we got our European title. Something like that, right, Matt yeah. Novak? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So Josh Sanders, he says, no, they can't even make use of the women's tag team titles anymore. So why make another one? Because well, it's not the same. It's not. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Well, it's, yeah, it's not. Pretty much, it's, it's not. It's, it's actually, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It's not what I was asking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not what I was asking. We were saying about the TV title, not the tag team. And 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 in my opinion. I think they're doing okay with the, TV, the tag titles. I think they're kind of they, yeah. I, they stayed away from it because they've been pushing Oscar. But I think that just if that's just the case, have them lose the titles, give it to somebody else, and then do a storyline with that. I thought they were doing good with it. Rumor has it that uh, <clears throat> Natalia and Beth Phoenix are going after that. that oh, really? Oh, that would be yeah. nice. That would be interesting. That'll be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, interesting, stupid. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Arena. That's an interesting name. He said, give him something. He's really gone downhill since him and Shane is split. I don't think so. That's true. I, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. Because he's he's wrestling. You know, he's in, he's in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, Tony, no. No. <laughs> he's in a faction. <laughs> No, with Sami Zayn. That is not good enough. He's it is. wrestling. He's wrestling. <laughs> All right, J. Robert LaBruyere. Oh, okay. Vince hates that uh, the idea of a TV title, though. That's why the mid-card title of NXT is the North American Championship. Okay. Oh, so, so this guy knows Vince. I guess he knows Vince. Apparently, Vince told him that uh, he hates the TV, TV titles. titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Antonio Harris, he said the match for a TV title is going to be funny as hell. <laughs> um, see, see, this is, listen, he ha- he's free to make these hater comments because Kenny Casanova has taken that title. <laughs> 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 the 
shoot. Now, I'm, I'm not going to read this last comment because this guy was just trying to promote his freaking his show and uh, it's fucking stupid. Um, so I'm not going to read it. Um, <clears throat> and, and, and second of all, you know what? David Shakir, whatever your name is, you know, first of all, we don't get our information from other podcasts, okay? So if you're listening to this one, just remember, we don't listen to other podcasts to get information, especially podcasts that has a lower viewer listening ship than we do. So don't, I'm pissed now. Anyway. <laughs> Great. Anyway. Um, well, this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony's mad. Tony's I hate that shit. Don't they know who we are? <laughs> no. Motherfucker. I, apparently not, because he posted it. <laughs> All right. So uh, 76% of the people said yes. Put a mid-card ti- or uh, TV title on the man. Absolutely. I agree, man. You, you got to do it. Give yeah. Cesaro something. You got to give him something, man. Okay. So now, uh, given the history of male superstars and their acting opportunities, it is, it is nice to see female superstars get such opportunities. Congratulations to Sasha Banks. Uh, she's going to be in the new uh, Mandalorian series that next season. That's wait pretty good. That, that is start. awesome. Yeah, and this was reported by Anton Hoffman. Ant- Anton yeah. with, with a W. Anton with a W. Uh, yeah, you reported that on our page, and uh, that's probably why we haven't seen her in a while. I guess so. Could that be I it? Mean, <laughs> maybe. I, guess, I mean... No? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Okay, sure. I'm excited about <clears throat> it, though. It's good. And, and like Ant said, it's good to see that women are getting opportunities outside of the ring, just like the men. And I agree. I uh, totally agree. All right, with that being said, uh, hater comment of the week. Rick. Kenny Casanova, for sure. <laughs> hater alert. Kenny Casanova. All right, with that being said, let's go straight on to the news. Take it away, Rick. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! All right, Antonio Inoki turned 77 years old. Wow. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. No. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's, that's all he gets is a while. All right. He fought Muhammad Ali. Yeah, wow. Wow. Before or after the shakes. Damn, Rick, come on, Rick. Come on, Rick. Come on. You just had to go there, didn't you? Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Oh, man. Jeez, Louise and cottage cheese. All right. What happened to Cardi B? Well, I'm a little upset with her. Gail Kim turns 43 years old. Wow. Really? Yeah. She doesn't look that old. She. That's what I said. <laughs> you said he. I said she. <laughs> she. 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 She with Michael Jackson. She. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about Asians. No. All right. Next one. <laughs> uh, Carlino turns 41 years old. Wait. Black don't crack. Brown don't frown. Asian what? <laughs> Yellow don't mellow? I don't know. <laughs> Asian don't raisin. See, <laughs> that's it. See, I just come uh, up with these on the fly. Oh my you God. know, like with the POV thing. I mean, I, I, I'm sure everybody enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. God. Here we go. Again. And I got more. Uh, Carlito turns 41. Nice. No, that's it? Okay. That's it. That's all he gets. You know, he was supposed to come back to WWE. A lot of people were telling him to take the money. Take the money, Carlito. What are you doing? 
¿Qué tú estás haciendo, coño? Yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. Wow, aventura. Yeah. Um, somebody called my mama, but Brodus Clay turns 40 years old. Yeah, and did you hear about uh, him and Cameron? Yeah, rumor has it yep. that Brodus Clay and Cameron, the Funkadactyls, are coming back to WrestleMania. Yeah, that would be interesting. But somebody you- call my mama. Mm-hmm. Are, mm-hmm. Now, the question is this. Are they coming back to WrestleMania to spoil mm. Naomi's win at WrestleMania? Well, they said they're going to be doing something. So they better not. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that it has to do with uh, maybe the Naomi going for the title, uh huh, and having her come out as a Funkadactyl. Then they can do their dance on top of the stage, and then she goes off. I think that's the extent of it. I don't think they're going to have any involvement at all. Okay. You know, because well, because Brodus Clay, he's um, <clears throat> Fox. He, yeah, he does a lot of things for Fox. So, yeah. you know, that's a good gig for him. You know, doesn't have to put his body on the line all the time. And uh, even if he does do some kind of contract negotiation, it, it's not going to. You know, he's going to pick Fox over that. You know, WWE. Gig. And he is freaking smart. Yeah, he is. I watched his show and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. So did you judge him based off the way he looked? No, I did. <laughs> I did. No, honestly. But by I the way, did. he sound. But the way he, <laughs> the way he talked on wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah, I did judge him. So what a global ring ring. With that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. My one bit of news has something to do with Vicky Guerrero. Poor woman. Um, WWE has blocked Vicky Guerrero from interviewing WWE superstars because of her appearance on AEW Dark. <laughs> yeah. Not even the main show. Not even the main show. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> so what so. does that mean for Taz? Right? <laughs> like his ass is never getting in the Hall of Fame. His no. ass is never no. getting back much, on WWE and, TV, and you know it's right? funny because he hasn't I put hope. out a he hasn't put out a podcast ever Good. since ever since and I'm yeah hell yeah you know because everybody knows how much we love Taz but you know my thing is this is that with Taz he just acts like he is like he needs to be in he knows everything about wrestling and I've heard a lot of stories I've heard a lot of stories about um Taz you know what I'm saying? I heard a lot about it. And, and and it's not good, you know. And could I bash him, really, really bash him on the show? Hell yeah, I can. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to, you know. We're not Plus, we have like 75 episodes where we do that, where you guys can that check is out true. iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio for free. Mm-hmm. Any of those episodes where we bash Taz. Um, but Vicky Guerrero, come on, man. That's that's messed up. Yeah. That's Vicky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for those she's that don't know, she's got a yeah, she does. Um, she has a podcast called uh, "Excuse Me." <laughs> Way to go, Vicky! Well, what's gonna happen to her daughter? I don't know. She's oh. wrestling, you know. Yeah, I but, mean, I don't, I don't think they're gonna <clears throat> do anything to her. I no. Mean, we, well, we are good friends with Chavito. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'll give Chavo a call and uh, do that. I'll find out what's up. You know, yeah. and, and get the first hand thing. I mean, Chavo did give us a shout out on our two hundredth episode. So I'll we call are Vicky really good myself. friends. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, there you go. They call Vicky and, and 
to have her say what she needs to say. Or Vicky, come on the show. <laughs> and we'll, we'll discuss. Because this is, this is utter bullcrap. She should be allowed to interview and be go wherever she wants to go. But not only um, that, the, even the WWE wrestlers, you know, that are currently yeah. under contract, they should be able to go and publicize themselves anywhere, they any time they want. You know, it's like them holding them back, but then they wonder why, like, some people want to get out of their contract, you know? And, and, and you know, this is a good tie-in. Uh, on yesterday's episode of Wrestling POV Global, they were discussing in their hot topic about uh, WWE blocking AEW from performing in certain arenas. What is going on with this level of pettiness where they're yeah. blocking AEW, they're blocking other people from going on AEW, mm -hmm. this is, you're creating, I, I guess they want the traction. I don't know. Maybe Vince <laughs> is an evil genius, and he's like, well, we beat WCW once before. Yeah. Let's do it again. Let's become hated. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, he he was still able to do that without having to do all this nonsense that he's doing now. Maybe you know? he's intimidated by AEW. I highly doubt it. AEW can't even catch up with freaking NXT at times. Well, I know, you know that, but I'm just... Or maybe he just wants to be the heel in this whole thing, and he wants AEW to be the babyface. Maybe he sees oh. that if we have a rivalry, that it works for the wrestling business. Maybe right. Vince McMahon is not that petty. Oh, I couldn't say that with a serious face. Yeah, I know, right? So, anyway... What else we got? What else you got? That's all the news that I got. On to the rumors. All right. I only got one rumor. That's it. Oh. Which is Tito Ortiz is rumored to be at the Performance Center. Nothing oh. follows after that. So no. is this a tryout or is this a, uh, I mean, is he doing something maybe? King Velasquez? Mm? Oh, no. No? Which, but the oh. thing of it is, I find this interesting because of the simple fact that Tito Ortiz, about uh, like two months ago, just had a cage match, uh, MMA, but it was for a different organization, and he fought yeah. against Alberto Del Rio, and he beat he him. Took his belt. He <laughs> took his belt. Took his WWE. Well, or it's. I found it <laughs> funny because Alberto showed up with a spinner uh, belt, the mm -hmm. WWE title, the spinner one, and that's the one they were fighting for. So <laughs> I just thought that was funny. And his kids are huge mm -hmm. WWE fans. They love WWE. Are these so, the kids he had with that uh, adult actress? Mm, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure. Somebody call their mama. Somebody call their mama and give them mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, no, that's it. I mean, who knows what's, what that was Stop all about. Stop it. It could be a tryout. Could be a tryout, or it just could be he may be involved in something. WrestleMania is coming up. Now, so, let me ask you this, Tony. Yeah. Would you prefer to have a child of a former superstar jump the line, or would you rather have an MMA star Jump the line mm. in, re in, in professional wrestling. Is this reference movie. to The Rock's daughter? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And this is, and the other references to Tito Ortiz. Ortiz. Um, hmm. Who would I rather? Yes. 
I, who I, would you rather jump the line? Uh, the, the Rock's daughter. And yeah. the reason why, nothing against Tito Ortiz, but he doesn't have the popularity of The Rock. You know, if I if I owned a wrestling company and The Rock and Tito Ortiz came up to me and says, listen, we want our kids to be in this. I'd be like, uh, well, what what kid you talking about, Rock? <laughs> you know, <It's> Simone. <laughs> All right, bring her in. Tito, I really wouldn't because, you know, how I see it is that, okay, your kids might be fans of wrestling, but now you're trying to get them in because of who you are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is it the same with The Rock? Well, think of it this way. The Rock was born and bred for wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Who's to know if it's the same thing with his daughter? Was she yeah. born and bred? Yeah, she was. She definitely mm-hmm. was. There's a big difference between the two. Um, I'm not discrediting, you know, Tito's kids. You know, they're WWE fans. Okay, so is I. So is Rick. So is Mimi. So is everybody. You know, you want to be right? Then do it the right way. You know, I, I've always said that no matter who that person is. But as a business, I would definitely go with The Rock over Tito Ortiz. And I, and I agree with you. I, the way I look at it is, Tito Ortiz, listen, if I was to go from WWE to the cage, you guys would all tell me I'm not suited out, I'm not ready yeah. for it, blah, blah, blah. I don't see why that shouldn't be the same for MMA guys. Listen, mm-hmm. you guys really do fight. You guys punch and kick and do all this shit that, that WWE doesn't do, right? However, you don't know what it is to take a bump. You don't yeah. know what it is to run the ropes. You don't know what it is to create a psychology of, of being in the ring. Mm-hmm. So I don't Telling see story why, in the ring. Yeah, why you should be able to jump over anybody. At least somebody with like Simone, you have that generational background. Mm-hmm. And, and, and plus, and plus I found this out too. She's been training since she was like 14, 15 mm-hmm. years old. That's well, why she wanted know. to be a wrestler at yeah. 16. Yeah. 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 Well, but it's they, illegal, they, but, they, but she was doing yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know, her dad obviously <laughs> can train her, you know, so, and that's no big deal with that. But at the same time, they did tell her, they was like, as soon as you're 18, you're more than welcome to do a tryout or whatever. As soon as that child hits 18, she was like, Daddy Rock, put me in. And she got in. That was <laughs> it. All right. It's now uh, time for the injuries. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Bate is out of action. Uh, no Why word on the injury. <laughs> There's no word on the injury. Really? Or how long he's out for. It's just he's injured. Okay. They didn't say when or where or what match. Mr. Rick, it sounds like you didn't do your homework. Hey, th- that's I, what it sounds like. I did. I did. <laughs> it says that he's out of action. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything else about that. Mm-hmm. You're a liar. <laughs> um, <laughs> Samoa Joe is hurt again. Oh, my God. Yeah, this guy can't catch a freaking break. (laughs) This guy was doing a commercial, guys, and he hit his head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, this just reminds me of Homer Simpson. It's just like, (laughs) don't. Don't. (laughs) So, um, Samoa Joe's going in the book. Oh. um, It's going on the Samoa Simpson. Because... (laughs) This is ridiculous, bro. Uh, How you come back from a broken thumb, you get Samoa Simpson? Yes. Okay. You go to do a commercial? A commercial is the simplest thing to do. How do you bang your head? What'd you bang your head on? <laughs> Should we call it Samoa Joe's dope? <laughs> or Samoa Simpson? Samoa. I like Samoa Joe's dope. <laughs> Because right, it, we'll it still has our Simpson reference. So we'll go with Samoa Joe's dope. <laughs> All 
right. <laughs> Samoa Joe's down. <laughs> you just made the book. <laughs> oh, that, on, that, that, he can't catch a freaking break, man. You know? Yeah, you think with a head that big. Exactly. You would be aware of the objects around you. Exactly. Oh, oh. my Lord. Jeez. All right. That's all you got? That's all I got. All right, let's go straight into the hot tag news, which is the British Bulldog to finally be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. What is your favorite Bulldog moment? (laughs) Rick, what is your Bulldog moment? It has to be when they went to London, England, SummerSlam 1992, Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog. Wow. That is an epic match. I, I implore you guys, if you've never seen this match, to get on your WWE Network or go on YouTube uh, and, and check out this match. This match has... How many people were there? It, it was a lot that of was people a lot. in London. Yeah. Uh, they sold it out. British Bulldog, the hometown kid, against Bret the Hitman Hart, the Intercontinental Champion. Spoiler alert, British Bulldog wins. It was... <laughs> Probably his biggest match. Yeah. Um, being in there with Brett definitely showed how comfortable he was. These two are family members. They've worked together for years. Um, their in-laws. And it, it, it's just oh, epic match. Very epic good. match. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, I agree with you? that. No, same thing. Same. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, it's funny that you threw that out there because they are thinking about going back to London for a SummerSlam pay-per-view. That would be huge. I would love it. I know I Matt Novak would love it. Yeah. Uh, Matt, invite us out there. Uh, you I can know, stay right? on one of your pull-out couches. I know you don't have a lot of room. Those <laughs> kids. But, or bring the kids to the to Nana and Pop Pop's house. Yeah. Pop-Pop's. There you go. <laughs> Willy Wonka's. Uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> or Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah, of course she's out there too. Um, but yeah, they're thinking about. <laughs> They're thinking about doing another SummerSlam out there. So that would be cool. That would be cool. But yeah, no, I do. <clears throat> Go ahead. I want to throw out this too. Another Bulldog moment. Uh, the rock sliding people's elbow yeah. was on the British Bulldog. So, oh, really? That's yes, right. That's right. It was. That's funny as hell. That was, that was jeans wearing Bulldog. Yeah. yeah. The jeans. <laughs> yeah. But no, I agree with you. That match he had with Bret Hart at SummerSlam. Yeah. That was that was probably his biggest moment. You know? So, no, I agree. I agree. Um, Mimi, do you have a favorite no, moment? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Delgado Augustine. He's a first European champ. Awesome match with Owen. Oh. Oh. That's right. He did. He did. Yeah, uh, him and Owen were great yeah. together as well. Listen, anybody with the, the, the Hart family and Bulldog was always going to be a great match. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Todd Walker, he said, it's about time for the British Bulldog to take a rightful, his rightful place in the WWE Hall of Fame. I agree. I agree with that. I agree. Anton Hoffman. Anton with a W. He says, I got to echo you on this one, Rick. That match ad- and everything tied to it was epic. Congrats to you, Davey. Long overdue and well-deserved. It's true. See, he heard me just now say that, and he just wrote that in. It's like wow. it's psychedelic. That is, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Eric Bozar, he said, uh, so will Matilda and Winston get nods as well. The hell they should. Oh, they should. Well, they're not alive. I mean, come on. 
what? So what? Neither was China. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. Listen, Matilda, put her in the dog part of the dog. Put really? her in the animal, the animal portion of the WWE. Right? Put, put Frankie in. I mean, if you got Coco, beware. You got yeah. Damien. Well, you know what though? Honestly, Coco Beware is probably the only wrestler that has the same pet since he wrestled back in WWE. Yeah, that's true. You know, because all these and you know, and I'm not trying to sound mean, but all these other pets are been gone. They're dead. You know. <laughs> so come on, man. So I think mean. if anything, it's not about being mean. It's the truth. You know. But if anything, if what do you mean? There's no shut fan? up. If, <laughs> if they say that they're going to induct Coco Beware with his pet Frankie, yeah, I, you know what? I'd pop for that because Frankie is still alive, and he still brings Frankie everywhere he goes. So, um, <laughs> oh, God, the dogs. All right, Dovella, Re- you know what, people? Y'all need to get some better names, my God. Uh, she says too many. Scott Mlock says it's about time. Site uh, Ste Dickinson. He didn't feel like putting up his first name. He said his match versus Bret Hart at SummerSlam 1992, turning heel in '95, winning the tag team titles with Owen in '96, Austin versus Hart Foundation in '97. Just a few memories. <laughs> he was just naming a few. His whole bibliography. <laughs> exactly. Steve Northey. He said favorite bulldog moment. The bump Dynamite took at the end of Mania 2 match. Uh, and then Bobby Bates, he responded to him saying, you could hear the thump. <laughs> so Listen, man, I, I, I do have to say, though, like the reason why this is the hot tag news is it just took so long it did. to put the Bulldog in. It did. And I think, honestly, even though I think Mark Henry was referring more to, to Owen, you know, which I didn't even know him and Owen were, were that close. You know, yeah. and when when Mark Henry did that speech at the Hall of Fame saying, hey, we need to, Owen Hart needs to be in the old Hall of Fame. I, honestly, I think that has a lot to do with the Bulldog being in. You know, because I think, didn't he mention the Bulldog too in his speech? Yes, he did. He did, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. So, I mean. If he didn't, if he didn't I mean, he did now. Well, he did now, yeah. Because we just said so. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just that he, you know, I think it, it does have a lot. He had a lot to do with it. Absolutely, so, I agree with you. And, I mean, and, and let's not get things crossed. There was petitions out there yeah, for years. Yeah, and, and Hall of Famers coming out saying, "Listen, get Bret Hart in. Uh, get the Bulldog in. Yeah. Like, he needs to be in here." Yep. Um, and, and it's true. I mean, his tag team, the Bulldogs with be- the Dynamite Kid, mm-hmm. was epic. Um, his formation by himself and his formation with the Hart Foundation. I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah. we got Vader. Got to get in. Like it's it's time, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. They yeah. they need to be in there more than uh, the fucking Bellas. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ooh, uh, yeah. Listen, man, that yeah. that right there. <laughs> you, this is this is the way I look at it. You got to take what what you can get. You know, you get mm-hmm. you got the bulldog. All right, yeah. fine. Put the Bellas in. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and, that, and pr- I'm pretty sure that's what Vince said. Vince was like, all right, we're going to put the Bellas in. Yeah. And everybody else was like, ah, oh, Vince. But wait, hear me out. We're going to put the Bulldog in. All right, all right, all right. Go ahead. 
That's fine. Put the bellows in. You gotta put the bulldog in. All right, all right. Yeah, you see, I'm, I'm, I'm everybody's happy uncle. You see, I, I do everything for the people. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and you know what the sad thing is? I can see Vince really saying that shit. That's what it is. It is. <laughs> Seriously, I could really see Vince just sitting there saying, "All right, here we go." Oh. It's like it's like the non mentionables and the the Vince's choice. Yeah, like, and he's like, all right, we're here yeah. we go. Who we at this time? Now, now um, I'm, I'm gonna throw this at you. All right, speaking of the Hall of Fame, what about the fact of inducting? All right, so now Kevin Nash is in the Hall of Fame. Um, now check this is I heard this. He was on um, Corey Gray's podcast uh, after the bell. Him and Razor Ramon. Now, uh, or, or Scott Hall. Now, they were talking about the Hall of Fame. And I, I know I'm going off topic a little bit, but this, I, I just found this interesting. If you don't, if you guys don't believe me, go, go and listen to it. Um, which is something rare that I never say, but either way, just go ahead and listen to it. But Corey Graves asked, um, uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and said, now, Scott, or uh, Kevin, why did you go in as Kevin Nash and not Diesel? Okay, he said that. And you know what his answer was? He, he says, he goes, uh, well, because there was more than one diesel. You know? <laughs> but check this shit out. Ask the same question to to uh, to oh, Scott Hall. He goes, why did you go in as Razor then? You know? He goes, guys, I was Razor Ramon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was like, I don't give a fuck about that other fake motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So my, my you know, so this is a two-part question. My thing is, you know, I mean, does it, I mean, was Kevin Nash right for saying that? You know, well, I want to go on as Kevin Nash instead of Diesel. But his main career was when he was Diesel. Okay? I mean, I don't know. This is a tough one because his he had a big gulp of his career was as Diesel, but then he reinvented himself as Kevin Nash, but only in WCW. Yeah, the way I look at it is we always said the mountaintop is WWE. He worked many uh, a couple of WrestleManias as Diesel. So I would say Diesel was your high point. Um, let's not forget, he was in WCW before he became Diesel. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and he had like and, five gimmicks that never worked. Yeah. So um, <laughs> He was a mummy, you, for Christ's sake. Yeah, and yeah. if he wasn't Diesel, he would have never been Kevin Nash. So mm. I, I feel like you owe it to WWE to go in as Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, because it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because if you show up as Kevin Nash, they're like, oh, that's the mummy guy. Or that's the wizard guy. (laughs) No, no one's going to know that. When they see you on WCW, they're like, oh, that's Diesel. Right. He's going by Kevin Nash now. Right. 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 But so, and and that's why Scott Hall, even though Scott Hall gets a lot of crap. He does. For being out out there. (laughs) He's probably the. He's more intelligent than Kevin Nash. Yeah. Kevin Nash is financially smarter. Yeah. yeah. But I say Scott Hall is definitely, when it comes to in-ring awareness and psychology and all that stuff, is he was. light years ahead of Kevin oh, yeah. Nash. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So now now back to my the other question that I had, which is, now, do you guys like the idea of, like, all right, now we got DX that got in the Hall of Fame, like, how many times? You know what I'm saying? Now we got NWO, but 
Kevin Nash was already in. Hogan was already in. Uh, Scott Hall was already in. X-Pac was already in. You know, and then last year, you know, I mean, should they start putting factions in the Hall of Fame, even if some of them were already in the Hall of Fame? Or should it be like an individual? I say individual um, because X-Pac doesn't deserve one Hall of Fame. You know what? And I kind of agree with you because – Honestly, you you know you throwing out X Pac. The only memorable there's two memorable moments with X Pac was when he beat uh, uh, Scott Hall. Razor Ramon. He beat Razor Ramon on it was the first Raw, right? Wasn't it? Yes. All right. Well, and one of the first Raws. One was it? okay. So that wasn't was, he the one two three kid back then? Well, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. So he beat he beat Razor then. And the other moment, you guys are gonna laugh, but I was invited to a WWE show. Um, and, uh, they didn't have no work for me. So they put me in front row and it was Xbox return and they, on raw and, uh, they showed my face. I was like, and I went like this, just like this. I did the wolf pack sign. I said, woo, woo, right on the cameras. All about him again. I was, I was showing off on the cameras. (laughs) So that's the other memorable moment. But anyways, though. You guys can find that episode of Raw. (laughs) You know what? It is March. Oh, crap. 1954. We know. (laughs) (laughs) It was like March 8th or something like that. Or March 9th or something. It's in March. It was in March. But anyway. um, Just, uh, you know, the best way to look it up is Xbox Return to Raw. I think that's probably the best way to put it. But uh, it was a shock. But the thing of it is, the crowd popped big time when he came in. But uh, anyways, either way, though, no, you're right. He, I don't think he's Hall of Fame worthy, worthy. but he did have some good matches. He did have some of good course. matches. So I got to agree with you on that one. But what about everything else, though? I mean, the, the whole faction going in like more than once and guys having multiple rings, you know? Ric Flair's another prime example, but he is Ric Flair. You know, he went in by himself, and then he went in uh, with the Four Horsemen. I swear to God, do not put Evolution in. I don't want They're, to see Evolution. I think they will. Because if you do that, then Rick's gonna have three. Triple H is gonna have three. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get out of hand, man. But that but that's where I'm coming at. That's where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? But then either way, though, you know, you're looking at it as okay. You know, Batista's going in this year. Does he deserve it? I say so. You know, the guy went through a lot. Um, Was he the greatest wrestler though? No, no, he wasn't. But he, I still think he deserves a Hall of Fame. But. You got an evolution. You got Randy Orton, who's still active right now. So you mean to tell you know, like if they do ever decide to put evolution in, and if if Randy Orton is still with the company wrestling, you know, and then you still get into the Hall of Fame. It, for, I don't know. For me, how I look at the Hall of Fame is like how I look at the Baseball Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? They should be waiting a few years, Jesus, after you retire, fully retire from wrestling. You know what I'm saying? They should wait a few years, and it should be a ballot. Not just what who Vince thinks he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, because I think it was an atrocity that they had a separate wing, and they never made a big deal about it. Never, I never even heard it on a Monday Night Raw, and on one of the Hall of Fame shows, they had a special wing for Buddy Rogers, Playboy Buddy Rose, for Bruiser Brody, for guys like that. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, Bruiser man. Brody? You didn't do nothing for the guy. And he did a lot for this wrestling business. You know, for me, Hall of Fame is not just WWE. 
the for me, the Hall of Fame is everything. What they accomplished in the whole wrestling world. Because there was other wrestling companies besides WWE. You know? That's true. So and that you know, that's why I'm looking at it. But and you and Evan Ginsberg, who was on the show uh, recently, uh, you and him get along real well. Uh, he he agrees with you. He, he does. He said that he, <laughs> he hates Vince McMahon, and he's all about all these other guys like Bruce and Brody and, and honorable mentions. You know, yeah. like they they need to get their path created and, and give it to them. Yeah. They created this path for a lot of these guys. Yeah. So I, listen, man. But what, fame, what I don't understand is that they put in Abdul the Butcher. And they, they gave him like a nice video vignette and all this other You're shit. Right. But not Bruiser Brody? Listen, Carlos, it, Carlito Colon. You know? Yeah. Big fuse with, with Bruiser Brody. Big fuse with uh, Abdullah the Butcher. He They gave him a special one. You know? It's like they can't start picking and choosing who they want to, you know, um, uh, shine or highlight, and then have somebody like Bruiser. Now, I'm just saying Bruiser Brody because that stood out for me, but there was a lot more than that. Even even Playboy Buddy Rose, who I could not stand as a kid, but he was a good character because he, he played the fat slob, but he thought he was Listen, hot. Man. <laughs> Listen, Playboy Buddy Rose will forever be in my head with the blow-away fat commercial spot he had for Survivor Series Thanksgiving commercial. <laughs> it was blow away fat. You put it on this powder and you blow, blow, blow the fat away. I love that. My father recorded that on VHS and I would watch Damn, that so over and over. Yeah, it was, He probably still has it too. It's amazing. I do have it. It's right in my, my little closet right here. Mm-hmm. I'm looking right at it right now. It, it was amazing. <laughs> it was just... It's just hilarious. And as a kid, I'm just like, what is this? And he just, pour- I didn't even know he was a wrestler at the time. I just like, this fat guy just throwing powder on him. Be it as it may, let's get back to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hall of Fame should not be the Hall of Shame. All right? Yeah. We shouldn't be shaming people and not putting them in and putting the Bellas in. It shouldn't no. be a tit for tat, Vince. No. Get no. it together. But not only that, just to, to be handpicked. You know what I'm saying? If they're going to treat yeah. this Hall of Fame seriously, they seriously need to have, other than Vince, Vince cannot be involved in this. Put Mountie. Put people out there. Yeah. Put people, the you know, whoever's in, yeah, exactly. You know, whoever's in, like, the top executives or whatever, be, and treat it like how the Baseball Hall of Fame treats it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A majority votes or whatever that needs 75% of the votes to get in or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people, and nothing against the Bellas, but they only won the fucking Divas title one time. Okay? They created Total Divas. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? For me, in my honest opinion... I don't remember any kind of iconic matches that they ever had. You know what I'm saying? They never. I don't remember. I don't remember. You know. You know what's happening. It's my old age. No, I feel like what's happening is uh, you turning on the Bellas ever since you found out that Nikki got pregnant. Yes, he did. I missed my chance. But she, her boobies are gonna get bigger, so you can motorboat her. Well, I, I'm gonna have to follow her now. I mean, wait, did that sound creepy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow! All right. All right. 
All right, well, let's let's keep moving on. I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we can talk about this later on uh, when more of uh, people are getting nominated for this. But that is the uh, hot tag news of the week. Um, if anybody else out there has any kind of uh, things that you want us to talk about, either hot tag news or do you want us to create a poll or whatever, you know, we do got a Facebook page, people. We do. Not going to lie. All right, with that being said, now, Rick, I'm going to start um, hand this over to you because you did an interview because uh, – you were at an indie event. So, people, as as I mentioned last week on the show, I am an independent wrestling manager. And, uh, you know, I've been getting around lately. And last Saturday, um, I was the host of the independent wrestling press conference. And this uh, press conference brought indie wrestling uh, organizations from all over New York City and some from New Jersey and just basically to talk about the importance of their their promotions. And basically, it was just like a kumbaya. It was basically, listen, we're a family and we're going to work together. Um, I was definitely scared because when I was standing there, it just seemed like an old mob uh, meeting. And everybody was all together. I, I thought there was going to be a shootout. But no, this was all happy guys basically saying how much they love wrestling. And how much they wanted to share New York City, which is very unique, and and hopefully it all comes through. Now, one person in particular was very unique to me, um, by the name of Mike Eagle, and I have him on the show today. Welcome, Mike Eagle. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for having me. Now, I say you're unique because of your background into professional wrestling. Now. I would love for you to tell our listeners how you got involved in being a wrestling promoter. Okay, first, I'm an EMT for, for 32 years, and in 2016, I was approached by a couple of different wrestling companies to be an EMT at the show. So I started with that because since 1980, I was a wrestling fan. And then in 2017, I was told that the New York State Athletic Commission decided that they needed an EMT and ambulance and all medical staff. So now I started getting companies contacting me based on, on that. So that's how my company started. And that's how I started in with wrestling itself. That, that, that right there is amazing. So basically you're just, you're an EMT. You come to the wrestling shows, you, you see all of these wrestlers. So, I mean, it's like a promoter's dream. Like, you're involved in all these different promotions, so why not start your own promotion? So, Mike, what is exactly your promotion called, and, and what is your plan with your promotion? Okay. Right now, I'm only, I only want to do um, some fundraisers. This one is called Wrestling for a Cause. I am working under the Lyle Mayo Sarcoma Foundation. Okay, that is... Um, for it's a cancer that goes to smooth muscles and it can spread. It is a very rare cancer, and as a matter of fact, um, my wife uh, passed away from it about ten years ago, and she left two young kids, um, you know, yeah. with, without a mother. Yeah, and that that right there. And again, I'm sorry. My condolences for you and your family. Um, Thank you. It, it definitely shows um, that this is very serious to you. I mean. Uh, Lyomyosarcoma is is definitely very rare, and I and I think you yourself are a rare individual for um, stepping out from what you usually do and in, into this wrestling business and 
and working so hard on getting people together. Um, one thing about Mike Eagle is he brings wrestlers from all different promotions. And uh, one thing I really like is that you were saying how you're bringing all these wrestlers together and you're going to have matches that have never been seen in indie wrestling. Is this true? This is true. I've, I have a match of a, a kid that plays a switch against somebody that wrestles in a hot dog suit. <laughs> I have a, I have a grudge match that was just basically by voice because they kept on saying we've never wrestled each other and we want you we want you we want you you know um, and then I also have as you said I have a match from other from another promotion their championship match is going to be on my show wow yeah you know like this is very unique very um, original. Um, like I said, you're going to be running two shows a year, you said? That's what uh, you're planning? Uh, yes, I hope to run two show, at least two shows a year, yes. All right, so like two shows a year, are they all going to be charity-based? Are the, are the funds going towards the charities that you are promoting? All the, all, the, all the funds go right to the charities. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you can hear from Mike Eagle, basically all of the funds are going towards charities. It's great wrestling. Unique matches that you've never seen before in indie wrestling. Um, I would love to see a hot dog play a kid in a Switch. I hope the hot dog pummels this kid with the Switch. Because I hate the Nintendo Switch. I hate these little kids playing around in the street. Alright, let me calm down. But yes, it is definitely uh, a, a unique time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, Mike Eagle has a lot of experience uh, being backstage. What is the importance... Now, I understand that in indie wrestling, you cannot have a show without an EMT. Have you ever had a serious uh, incident as an EMT uh, during a wrestling event? Um, we've had some broken bones. Wow. In the past. And it's, as you said, um, you know, please, everybody know, yes, it is independent wrestling. It is wrestling. Um, nobody's going out there to purposely kill or maim somebody these are things that are an accident yeah you know we had somebody that slipped off of the top rope um and broke an ankle it was an accident nobody was anyways near the wrestler wow it was just a slip um certain things in the ring they will hit each other the wrong way or fall the wrong way and get hurt um we have concussions you know my it's to me, it's minor things because nobody's going to die from whatever is going to happen. Yeah. But as long as as long as I'm there and my crew is there, um, we're going to prevent something that happened, like what happened in um, in London over the summer with a wrestler called Silver King, where he had a heart attack in the ring, and there was nobody there yep. to help him, and it took about 20 minutes to a half an hour for an ambulance to get there. In yeah. New York, that's the only good thing about it is that that they're there. Yeah. And, and and this is why I, I love your wrestling company. I love why EMTS. I love what you guys are doing. I honestly think this is a great promotion. It's going for a great cause. You yourself have the passion behind it with the wrestling, but you also have the knowledge of an EMT. So you know what guys can do and cannot do, and you're there and you're going to be there to help your wrestlers. That, that's so different than an average wrestling promoter. So let me get this straight. So this week, uh, on February 28th, 
in the Elks Lodge in Queens on Queens Boulevard. We have Wrestling for a Cause, a night of live pro wrestling to benefit the Lyle Myosarcoma Foundation by Mike Eagle. Mike, if you have anything else you want to promote, this is the time. Your Facebook, your your Twitter, anything you have, promote it now. Get the message out on how great of a cause this is. On Facebook, you can go and look at EMT-S. If you can't find it, then they can look under Michael Eagle, that's me, and then I can just add them to the page. Um, if anybody has to, they can email me at EMTS013 at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram. I think it's at EMTS. My son helps me uh, with that page, so I don't know. Um, but we're all over the place, and I'm out, and I'm easygoing to talk to. As a matter of fact, um, I have wrestlers that, are, that come up to me all the time and ask me when the next show is, when they can wrestle, even people from out of town. So this is, this is where it is. This is where it's at. You come down to the first show. It's 8220 Queens Boulevard. Be there at 7 o'clock when the doors open because it's 730. We're going to have a bunch of special things going on before the main show. And just be there and help support the cause. All right, man. Michael, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back after this. Pause for a cause. Thank you, Rick. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, as you just heard in this interview with Mike Eagle, uh, definitely go check out the show February 28th in the Elks Lodge in Queens uh, Queens Boulevard if you're in the New York City area. It's for a good cause. Um, and, and I love it. I love that the guy, he started as an EMT, and now he said, you know what, I can do this. And he's putting on a great show, a match, a, a kid playing the Nintendo Switch and a hot dog. Going one on one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it, it, it shows you that there's different levels of wrestling. So they have the comic relief, obviously, with that match. Right. But they also have some good uh, heavyweight matches going on on that card that you don't want to miss. And it's for a great cause. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Definitely I, go check it out. Definitely go attend, please. Yes. Or at least All go right. check out the page and donate. Word. Yeah, that too. Uh, with that being said, uh, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is on ProWrestlingTees.com. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and buy yourself a shirt. Come mm -hmm. on, $19.99. Plus right? shipping. Plus shipping. Great deal. Great shirts. We got two with our logo, one with the red, white, and blue for America. <laughs> America. Uh, we got our, our logo. We got a red T-shirt with the black print uh, where your opinion matters. And then we got... Uh, we got a we got a good little little bit of a gray shirt. That's what happens when you get stuck. And you don't know what you're uh, we got the gray shirt. Show your support, with, man. Come with on. All of our our quotes from our show. Interesting. I like that stupid. shirt. I like Ridiculous. that Ridiculous and everything yeah, else. Atrocious. Atrocious. <laughs> Definitely atrocious. Yeah. It's ugly. It's um, ugly, but yeah. I'm gonna buy it. Yes. Um. <laughs> And don't forget, uh, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is also affiliated with the Collar Elbow brand. Go to CollarElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Yeah. All right, Tony. It is time to take over. All right. NXT take over Portland, Oregon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. Let me tell you something. Um, 
for me, honestly, the highlight of all of TakeOver, the whole NXT TakeOver, was the fact that everybody was booing Sam Roberts Mm -hmm. in the very beginning. Let me tell you something. That made my night because, because of the simple fact he couldn't take it. And you can tell he couldn't take it. He was getting frustrated. He was getting mad. And you know what? I got two words for you. Fuck you. Because I can't stand your ass. I mean, it's more than two. But, you know, the first two was the initial what I wanted to <laughs> yeah, say to I, Sam yeah, Roberts. I, I mean, but Sam Roberts, if you want to come on the show. No. no. I, I will never have that nope. punk motherfucker you're, you're on this show. You're welcome. No. Nope. You can talk to him. Nope. You can talk it'll, to him. He's nope. from it'll your neck of the woods. My, nope. It will be my honor to talk to you, Sam Roberts. No. Get your POV on the wrestling world. No. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want his damn POV. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> All right. So let's go on with this show. Your matters. So, <laughs> no. All right. So we're all going to do like a... vagina. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go over this all as a collective. All right, so uh, I think the Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic, good match. But this had the potential of being close to, and I say close, to a five-star match. Okay? Wow. It it, it was close. A lot of mistakes in the beginning. I saw a lot of mistakes, but you know what? They made up for it while... As the match went on, and I gave it three and a half. Wow, you, you know what? You 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 were very nice because for me it was predictable. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't say it was. I, mean, I mean, that's part of the the five star rating, though. No? I mean, like if you if it's predictable, you can't get a five star. Yeah, but, if you're no, but up, you, you can't. Get, but if it's a listen, good match, come on. Listen, let me tell you something, Tony. <laughs> uh, Why are you Hulk Hogan today? <laughs> For me, I, I honestly thought NXT TakeOver met my expectations. It did not oh. exceed it. So for me, uh, I gave it a 2.5 this match. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Dijakovic. Did I just say that right? Yeah, Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Yeah. yeah, he, um, yeah. I, I just don't want Cesaro and Sheamus. And that's what it seems ah, like we're yeah, going to be getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. But even still, though, even with the Cesaro and Sheamus feud, it was it's still a good, good fight. fight. Yeah, it was still yeah, yeah. No, they were they great matches, but it's just right, like... They still threw good, great matches. Yeah. Here. But the thing is, the, here's the difference. Keith Lee has a title. True. Dijakovic cannot keep losing. You're going <laughs> to just wear this guy out like yeah. uh, Mimi's boo, uh, Punishment Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Mimi, what'd you give it? I, I ended up giving it a 2.83. Um, and my high point was also the Keith Lee and Dominic. Okay. Um, the Rhea Ripley and Blanca, Bianca Belair. Yeah. Well, hold, hold on. We're going. Oh, we're going match. each yeah, match. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just, you know, but not in depth. Well, we're going to talk right, about it. All right. all right. Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox. Uh, uh, winner was Dakota Kai. I gave it a two and a half. I wasn't all into it. You know, yeah, I really yeah, wasn't. The, what was her name? Gonzalez? Yeah. Yeah, Gonzalez came out. She fought in uh, two of the uh, May Young Classics. Yes. And uh, yeah, they yeah. brought her out, which it, is cool, but still. It made no sense, though. No, it didn't. They just ambushed her and whatever. Yeah, I gave it, it, two, it made no sense. Did you? What'd you give it, me? I gave it a two. Did you? Uh, Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, Finn Balor comes up with the win. 
I gave it a three. I thought it was a good match, mm -hmm. but it was just a little too long. Yeah, and I get it because they. I get it though because they didn't have a lot of matches on the card, so I understand that. But still, it was a little bit too long. <laughs> but that, that you say that all NXT takeovers don't have that many matches, and, and it's still true. a little bit yeah. too long. It's true. So you could have dragged out something else instead of having this one get dragged out. I gave yeah. it right, two and right. a half. Yeah. Um, I don't see it with this Gargano guy. I, I, I mean, I once upon that. a time, not too long ago, I was getting but, on the bandwagon. The, and now, yeah, but now, it, and it's because, and we've been saying this, like, for the past upteen weeks, is because they keep putting him in the main event. Mm -hmm. Yep. Even and, and they could not not do it on this pay-per-view, too, because right. of what happened at the main event. You know, it's like, are you kidding me? Um, all right, Mimi, what'd you give it? I gave it a three. Okay. Uh, then up next, Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Um, this was like eh, halfway down the middle, I guess. I gave it a two and a half. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, too. And again, it's predictable. We already obviously know who's going to win the match. But again, they didn't add to it to yeah. right. counter that predictability. Yeah. And, and I agree because I was hoping that um, Charlotte would, would come in. At that point. To mess Bianca Belair's mess chance, Bia yeah. Right. Instead you know of her I mean? losing clean. Right, exactly. So like Instead was, she came after. <laughs> right, so yeah. like, I wanted more. Yeah, well, of more, of, more, more of to story. add to the story. Yeah, more of a story. Yeah, because yeah. even what happened at NXT, <coughs> you know, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but even when, when Bianca Belair came out and she cut that promo, it was like, it, for me, it would have made no sense, you know, it would have made more sense for... Charlotte to interfere to cost Bianca her chance Chances. of winning. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, because I'm sorry. You know what? I know she's ghetto, but for her to come out, you don't even go here. <laughs> you know, for me, that's not a promo. <laughs> Um, and I'm and I'm talking as a wrestling perspective, okay? I, I enjoyed that, that part. So. You don't even. I said it before. You don't even go here. You know, it sounds like a freaking three-year-old. I liked it. Right. I loved it. <laughs> What'd you give it, Rick? Uh, two and a half. And Mimi? Two and a half. Yeah, I did too. So, hey, look, we were agreed on that. All right. Uh, Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. New tag champions. I dug this match. I gave it a three and a half. Um, there was some... Uh, I don't want to go too deep into the critiquing of this match, but there was a lot of spot fests on this one. But it still came out good. I thought I thought it was really good. The crowd popped big time for them too, so which was surprising. I gave it a three and a half. Yeah. I yeah. gave it a three. I, I I'm with you on that. Um I'm just not sold over on the bros weights. I'm just it's not for really? me. Really? So I gave it a three. I like them. I, I like it. I do I, you know what and I, the vignettes that they've they, been doing. doing. Yeah. Yes, I, 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 I dig it. I gave it a three as well, but I also think that that's a great combo that they I just, think so, they yeah. created. But right, because right. they're doing a lot, they're doing a lot of the of of the four twenty references too. Yes, which is cracking right. me the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> do the how much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? How much fish can Bobby, can Bobby Fish fry? If Bobby Fish could, could fight. fight fish. Fry now, fish? Now, hold up. Wait a minute now. Fight fish? Some shit. I, I got a challenge for both of y'all. Y'all ready? 
Yeah. How many McRiddles can Matt Riddle griddle if Matt Riddle could griddle McRiddles? <laughs> How many McRiddles can Matt Riddle griddle if Matt Griddle could No, he messed it up. <laughs> Rick, Rick. <laughs> Uh, how much fish can buy fish? No, no. Buy fish I, 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 I did my That's part. Right, Charlie. No, no, no. That's That's I just it. did it and I messed it oh, up. Yeah, he did. No, Rick, no. come on now. How come many on. McGriddles can Matt Riddle griddle if Matt Riddle could griddle McGriddles? Come on. How many McGriddles can Matt Riddle griddle if Matt Riddle could griddle McGriddles? Yeah, <laughs> You gotta stop. You gotta stop. We gotta. We gotta fix that in editing. We gotta make it faster in editing. No, no we're not. We're gonna take out the air. No, we're not. So that is my challenge to everybody out there listening. It is the Matt Riddle McGriddle challenge. challenge. There you go. So uh, no, I thought it was good. I thought it was three and a half. I'm. I'm waiting. I'm looking forward actually to see what's gonna happen mm-hmm. with the Broser weights. Uh, finally, in the main event, it was Adam Cole, baby, versus Tommaso Ciampa. And now, before anybody says anything, mm. this match belongs as a match of the year candidate. So, I want to, this is the first entry, too. Uh, so, I definitely want to put this match in. I gave this match, and this was weird, because I gave this match a five star match. Wow. Very, wow. very, I love this match. Now, it almost lost the five. I almost brought uh-huh. it down to a 4.5. It almost lost the five stars because of what happened at the end with Johnny Gargano. They yep. don't, I did not leave. It was already good. Mm-hmm. Why did you, uh, why? Anyway. Just why? Just why? Uh, no, I gave this a five star match, and I we need to put this in uh, the vault for match of the year. All right, let, let me get my throat ready for this. <clears throat> <laughs> too poor for sound effects. <laughs> the, the vault is now open, and and Tony, this is actually our second match of the year candidate. Uh, the first one was our uh, Imperium versus Undisputed oh, yeah, right. Era, Ooh. baby. My bad. Um, so Adam Cole once again, multiple again, time again. match of the year candidate. Jesus. He won it last year, and already mm-hmm. in February he has two matches <laughs> in the match of the year candidate vault. Uh, Crazy! So congratulations there. I, I honestly I gave this match a three and a half. The Gargano thing just took me for aloof. Um, aloof? I, I, aloof. I don't get it. I don't get it. No, I don't get it. I don't either. Why? 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 He just didn't why? need to be there. Mm-mm. No, I gave it Maybe. a three and a half. I gave it a three and a half as well. And I am in agreement with both of you about the Johnny Gargano. Why the fuck do we need to see No him? reason for it. And, right. and they were supposed to be done. Yeah, it's supposed to be. They, I don't want to see them fight no more. No. 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 Fight That's forever, like, I All right, so overall, I gave NXT TakeOver a 3.33. Wow, I gave it a 2.5 altogether. Really? Really? Wow. I, it was a 2.83 for me. So, but no, it was, it was a it was a good pay-per-view. I got to admit, it was awkward a little bit seeing it on a Sunday, you know, because yeah. they always do it on a Saturday. I was thrown off. So, I was yeah. on Saturday, I was like, there's no spoilers. What the fuck? Yeah. I said, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was a little weird uh, watching it on a Sunday, but that's all right. I enjoyed cool. it on the Sunday. So, yeah. It was good. All right, so it is now time for This Week in Wrestling. 
Tony, take it away with Raw Notes. All right. In Raw, my highest moment for me was the Viking Raiders and KO versus uh, AOP and Murphy. Uh, the winners were the Viking Raiders and uh, Kevin Owens. I gave it a three, and that's the, on the low end. But there was also Bobby Lashley and Angel Garza versus Humberto Carrillo and um, and uh, Rusev. I gave that match a three. The lowest point for me was R-Truth, and I'm a big fan of R-Truth, but the R-Truth versus Mojo versus Riddick Moss, I gave it a one. Raw was, eh, wasn't that great, but it wasn't that good either. Overall, I gave Raw a 2.3. Wow. Um, Tony, this is why this show is all about your point of view. Mm -hmm. uh, because exactly. Because it's, it's, it's definitely different <laughs> here. Because for me, the highest point for me, and this is going to be shocking, it was a three and a half, and I gave that to Alistair Black and Eric Rowan. And I'll really? tell you why. Because Alistair Black actually had a match against some kind of talent. Now, the only yeah. reason yeah. why I couldn't go higher, and I, it was because you had Eric Rowan and his cage. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And we don't know what's in the cage yet. But I thought it was a good match. I was entertained. Uh, Eric Rowan got his hits in. And Alistair Black had to use Black Mask twice yeah. to take down Eric Rowan, which I appreciate as a fan. Uh, my lowest point was your highest point. Kevin Owens, <laughs> the Vikings, defeating the Disciples, point five. Why are you guys doing this match again? Yeah. And then, to top it all off, you had the Street Profits? Why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just so they could be in Saudi Arabia and get a title shot? That's Come on. pretty much it, yeah. Uh, so Raw, for me, had uh, a 1.9 stars. And I want to add somebody to the book. And it is uh, Becky Singles. Um, <laughs> you're going to dump a bag of money, girl, with $100 bills. Make sure there ain't no singles in there. <laughs> Put some 20s, so let's, 50s, let's, let's, call it, let's call it Becky Strip Singles. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I got to agree on that. But then, you know, mentioning that, though, I do like how Shayna... Baszler did her promo, mm -hmm. you know, oh, yeah. throwing in the S word, you know, throwing yeah, a shit bomb yeah. on there, you know, hey, mm -hmm. a little edgy. Not that she didn't go overboard. No, I thought it was good. I, I all I right, agree. so Becky stripper singles, you just read the book. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mimi. Um, my top number for Raw was uh, the error. Eric Rowan and Alistair Black. Wow. You know, I gave that a three. I mean, I was really excited that Alistair Black's finally fighting somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. big. Um, and my lowest was Charlotte's promo. Uh -huh. I gave yeah, that a point five. Yeah, that was Over <laughs> It was pretty It, it was, was horrible. Pretty yeah. uh, overall was rating for, for, for Raw was a 1.95. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't planned. No, it wasn't. <laughs> All right. All right. Mimi, kick it off with NXT. Yeah, go straight. NXT POV. Mama me. My high points for that was the Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong. I gave that a 3.5. My lowest was the Keith Lee promo. Then um, whatever that Reeves guy yes. shows up. It yes. was... It was like, ugh. Yeah, I didn't get any I, of it. It was like, ugh. I gave that a, a one. My overall for NXT was a 2.14. Wow. I have to tell you that this NXT was probably the worst show on TV this week. And <laughs> NXT usually has bad shows before Good. and after. But yeah. since they've 
but since they've been live, they haven't been doing that. But this was really bad. Uh-huh. Uh, my highest point was the Grizzly Young Vets defeating Mendoza and Wild. They gave that a 2.5. And my lowest point was this Keith Lee promo with Kona Reeves. Uh-huh. Why, why are you doing that? Listen, man. Keith Lee, keep doing Keith Lee things, but you get a little too cocky. You get yeah. arrogant, and it's yeah, not I don't like the, I don't like the I don't, new. I don't like that either. His the, his, his no, attitude, his new attitude. Yeah, um, no, I don't I like that. It. A point five overall. I gave NXT this week a one point four stars. Wow, holy shit! Now, I mean, this is rare, but I think we were all agreeing. My lowest point too was the Keith Lee promo, and then Kona Reese. Now. Again, why wasn't Damian Priest involved in this? He's exactly. not hurt. He's not injured. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be a good match between Damian Priest and Keith okay. Lee for the North uh, North American Championship. Why Kona Reeves? Nothing against Kona Reeves, but it's like, okay, why are you throwing him out there all right. of a sudden? Yeah. It would have made more sense for Damian Priest. So I gave that a .5. My highest point, though, was the Leo Rush versus Jordan Devlin match. Very damn, that was entertaining. I gave it a three and a half. Mm. Um, no, not, no... Uh, honorable mentions other than uh, Caden Carter. I'm a big fan of hers. They got to start doing some good things with her. I'm yeah. a big, big fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I gave NXT a two. Just Are a you two. training her in for your new chocolate love? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ember Moon's not there no more. So until she comes back. Until she comes back. That's right. Should be a I know, right? Filipino chocolate love. Yeah, Filipino chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joseph. Joe Coy, love him. I love Joe Coy. Joseph. Joseph. Tony, if you can lead us in AEW. Nah, I don't want to. All right, so, <laughs> um, for me, the highlight of AEW was the Lucha Bros versus Omega and Page. Now, I've been saying this since day friggin' one. Okay, this isn't a big tangent, but I've been saying this since day one. Look at what the pay-per-view is. All of the guys that made AEW is in this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Jesus, you know, just can't, you know. And not only that, they have action figures. Now, who did they show getting the action figure figures? Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Chris Jericho. But most importantly, for the female side, Brandy Rhodes. They gave her an action figure over somebody like Chris Statlander, over somebody like Rio. You know, I'm not saying that they don't have them, but why did they just advertise the people who own AEW their action figures? Right. Well, why the not people not that the own. No, nah, I wouldn't buy that. But the people that <laughs> own the people the people that own AEW is headlining the pay per view. Okay, people get mad, and we were one of them. Okay, we were one. We were one of them that Shane McMahon is always on there. Why is Shane McMahon always on there? Blah 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 blah. Stephanie's involved. Why did I, you? Oh, yep. We've been saying that. They've been saying since that day one. Since day one. But then when this happens, everybody's like, "Oh, I like this. Oh, I can't wait to buy the action figure." <laughs> That was oh, Tony's. Fuck out of here. He was actually well, First of all, I don't sound like that, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to buy oh, an action you? figure. <laughs> anyway. Um, but. Uh, you know what, Tony? I Listen, I'm going I'm to I'm steal this from you. Um, overall, I I, th- I really enjoyed AEW. I thought it was 
Very well put. I think this was the show of the week, honestly. Um, Cody defeating the Warlord in that cage match. I gave that a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was an excellent match. Great spot at the end. Um, but but ho- ho- lowest- hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to cut you off there for a second, okay? Because I wasn't done with my rant. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but no, no, it's not only that because you mentioned it. But it's, it's just the fact of, you know, again... People criticized the shit out of WWE, but then they didn't recognize anything that happened in this AEW. Now, I enjoyed AEW. It wasn't the greatest. I don't think it was the greatest. But Wardlow's first match, a loss. Jeff Cobb's first match, a loss. You know what I'm saying? But then, God forbid, if WWE does it, whoa, they don't know how to treat their wrestlers. What the fuck do you call this? Jack Hager, or Swagger, whatever the fuck he wants to be called now, hasn't even wrestled yet. Nope. Nobody says anything about that. And he got called out. By a a 57-year-old man. Exactly, and he's still punked out like a little bitch. Like a little biatch. All right. Okay, Rick. Well, you know what? I'm just Mine overall for AEW is a 1.83. Wow. This bullshit. Wow. All right. So for me, like I said, Cody versus Warlord. Listen, I get what you're saying. You should get what match. I'm saying. I, I gave it a four, though. Um, That's not what I'm cooking. Listen, I don't care what anybody says. That super kick from the from Matt Jackson. <laughs> that was pretty nasty. To Sammy Guevara. <laughs> that was pretty nasty. <laughs> that was on point. I still give the slight edge to mm, HBK and Shelton. I don't Benjamin. know. I got. I got to. I got to watch both of them at the same time. That was close. I got. I, was close. I might even post that up. I might yeah. post a back to back comparison of both yeah. of them. Right. Uh, I have to agree with you on that. It's yeah. close. It's uh, close. My lowest point was Nyla Rose's promo. Give that one point five. Uh, I gave it a point five. Yeah. It, I. I try to be nice. Uh, I wasn't. Overall, I gave AEW two point six stars. Mimi. Wow. Um, I gave. The Cody versus Warlord cage match, I gave that a 3.5. My lowest was the Nyla Rose promo, but I also liked that the girls all came out. Yes. You know, and was not confronting her. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but did Big Swole really come up to Nyla Rose and says, come at me, bro? Yeah. She did say that? She did. Yes. She said, come at me, brother, or some shit no, like that. she said, come, that's come at me, That's how she bro. talks. But, <laughs> I'm but, not saying about how she talks. I just thought that finish. shit was funny. I was going to oh, mention that. Mention what? That she said, come at me, bro. Oh. She took that away from me. <laughs> my bad. But I gave it a 1.5. Uh, my, <laughs> my overall for uh, AEW, which I thought was really good, was a 2.41. Wow. Wow. All right, it's now time for the SmackDown Breakdown. There's no jingle for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> See how slicky, you know, he, he gets spoiled on this fucking show. He is. And then we're trying to, we're, we're trying to do a This Week in Wrestling, do, do, collaborating all of it together, and he was trying to be slick. <laughs> and then, oh, it's time for the SmackDown Breakdown. Nope. But the thing is, he's trying to act like we wasn't going to catch that. <laughs> but guess okay. what? We caught it. <laughs> All right, SmackDown Breakdown. <laughs> All right, so my highest point, uh, honestly, 
And I, you know what? I'm going to change it because I'm looking at this score and I'm like, I can't believe I gave it this high. Um, <laughs> Naomi defeated Carmella. I gave that a three. Um, and my lowest point I have to give to Fire and Desire and Tucker's promo. That is a point five. Mm. Um, and something else is going in the book. And that is Mandy's acting skills. Really? Girl. Girl. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> Who texted me? <laughs> what? Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? 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 Uh, so, Mandy Rose's acting skills. You just made the book. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus. overall, SmackDown got a 1.6. Trash. Wow. wow. Holy shit. Mimi. Damn. Um, for me, uh, my highest was the Cesaro versus Nakamura. Um, I and, and Elias and Braun, I enjoyed that match a lot i was oh. i laughed a lot hell no and i gave that a 3.5 uh, my lowest i have two lowest two low things okay was the daniel bryan and heath slater that was like i enjoyed it that was corny as fuck i gave it a 0.5 and the moment of bliss with the bella twins that was a 0.5 that as well was that was like yes yo and they played nikki cross <laughs> <laughs> no, they took her out. No, she was sick. She was oh. sick. She had the flu. Yeah. DK. <laughs> <laughs> and I also hate the fact, honorable mention, that Goldberg fucking uh, uh, um, speared the fiend. It made That's him, fine. It made him look weak. That's fine. Made who made look weak? Made him the fiend. But the fiend got Because he ran but, away. Yeah, but think of it. No, the fiend didn't run away. He disappeared. Okay. But, the, but the thing of it is. <laughs> but the, oh, my God. That is like the ultimate comic nerd like, response right there. No, correction. He didn't he run away. He oh, disappeared. He disappeared. <laughs> no, but but there was. I, I didn't have a problem with that. Only because it did not make. I don't think it made the fiend look weak, number one. Number two, he got right back up and then he disappeared. He didn't run I, away. I, I didn't like it. But. <laughs> But if you if you listen to how the crowd responded, the crowd popped big time for Goldberg, which was odd. I didn't think he would get that big of a pop, and they actually booed the Fiend. Mm-hmm. They really yeah. did. And when the spot when the spear happened, they actually popped for that. You know, so he that's because people win. in Portland don't he know better shit. Not. Well, they were probably all high. <laughs> 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 Nothing but, against Portland. Anyway, but. my overall. For SmackDown was a two point one six. All right, for me the high point was the Usos versus and um, that match there. Yeah, <laughs> I gave that one a three. I thought it was pretty good. A little bit too long though, uh, and it was messy. It, at the end. it was it was, it was a little messy. messy, but I liked a lot of the the spot fests that they had on there. Um, but it was good. I gave it a three. Um, a side note though, there were only two matches in an hour on SmackDown. Yeah. Because there was yeah. a lot of bullshit in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I gave that a three. Uh, actually, um, the lowest point for me was a moment of bliss and Lacey Evans' uh, promo, her interview. I just thought it was, was atrocious. Um, we already covered the Goldberg and Fiend. I g- overall, I gave SmackDown a 2.25. Because wow. there was a couple All of threes right. I had in there. So it is now time for our Wednesday Night Delight, where Jeez. it's NXT versus AEW. NXT is currently ahead 13 to AEW's 5. And I'll tell you right now, the votes are in. Uh, Ant Deliberated, TJ Logan, 
and Elio Canella from Wrestling POV Global all voted in favor of AEW. Wow. That means all it takes is one of us to vote for AEW, and it's over. So I'm going to tell you right now, I'm voting for AEW. <laughs> I, well, I will no, as well. Two you know what? It was, one. Honestly, for me, though, I would. I'm glad <laughs> that this happened this way because um, it, for me, even though I had AEW at 1.83 and I had NXT at a 2, that's still close, so I still I, I wouldn't I wouldn't it was it was difficult for me to come up with a winner for that one. So I'm glad it was all y'all. Sounds like somebody that was gonna pick NXT just to admit to it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, so no. NXT is now ahead 13 to 6. It is now time for Raw vs. SmackDown vs. NXT. SmackDown is currently ahead 21 to Raw's 18 to SmackDown 6. SmackDown is eliminated from winning this year's tournament, mm-hmm. but they could be a spoiler. So, <laughs> with that being said, I went with Raw, SmackDown, and then NXT this week. What about you guys? I, I agree, but at the very slightest, though. Because I got Raw at 2.3, I got SmackDown at 2.25, and I got uh, NXT at a 2. All right, Mimi. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird, but I think NXT told more of a story. Um, NXT was 2.14, SmackDown was a 2.16. So I'm going to go with NXT, SmackDown, and then Raw. All right. Well, it doesn't matter anyway because Raw wins. Um, (laughs) So now it's currently NXT 21 to Raw's 19 to SmackDown 6. Can Raw come back and win it again? Wow. We got weeks away. We're weeks away Mm -hmm. from crowning a winner. Raw is down by two. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Tony, open up the your attention. Book. Oh the store God. will be closing in five minutes. My God. Heaven's the Mercury. Exactly, right? All right. So basically, if you're new to the show, we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And we just do it because sometimes we get annoyed. Sometimes it's just for a little laugh, a little ha-ha, and a hee-hees, and all that other shit. And, um, yeah, we have a good time at it. So if you don't like it. I got two words for you. Screw off. All right. We ready? Yes. All right. Yes. AEW fanboys, stays. it stays. Dolph Ziggler's <laughs> snapback hat. He didn't have it two weeks in a row. I give it one more week. Let's give it one more week. One more week. All right. All right so uh, hold on. Let me write that because we always forget and then we don't do it. One more week. There we go. All right. Uh, Rick Serrano's the third obnoxious love for Edge. I think he's to come, come out. I think he's to come out? Yeah. All right, yes. well, did, what did we say though? Didn't we say something? Nothing. Like, no. You're a damn liar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and listen. If I hear something different, I'm putting it back in. Dominican Usos. Stay. I'm sorry, that's gotta stay. Sammy's butt wedgie. Yes, you know, after that kick, it still stays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kofi's Goldilocks. Oh, even God is getting Jesus. like more Goldie. Yeah, Keith Lee's chin strap. That stays. Sammy Castro. <laughs> yeah, Garza's cousin Speedo. to Hawaiian, Hawaiian. No, I like I like Sammy Castro better, Cause especially because when he wears that hat, oh my god, it's atrocious. Uh, uh, Garza, uh, Garza's spe- uh, cousin Speedos stays. Uh, Heath Slater's depression that stays. That stays. Alistair Black's ha- hairy nipples. <laughs> That's gonna be a, a lifer. <laughs> well, he might shave. He's not gonna shave. He might shave. Uh, JR's golden years. Stays. Dana Brooks missing. <laughs> he's getting terrible. He, he's she retired. wasn't on there two weeks in a row. I think. Dana, no, up. she was there last week. Dana Brooks missing neck makeup. 
Stays. Uh, Samoa Joe's dope. <laughs> Stays. Uh, Becky's Becky's stripper uh, singles. Stays. And Mandy's uh, Mandy Rose's acting skills. Stays. That's just you know I gotta, I gotta look back. I think I agree with you. She, she's she's kind of like Natalia two point oh. Oh, just oh no, Carmella two point oh. Carme- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. So that 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 that's it. We just gone too far. Jesus. All right. So any questions or comments, post it on our Facebook page, and we'll get back to you some fucking time. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Before we close out the show, what I do is I play a song from Tony. I'm gonna cut my you playlist. off. There. No, you're not. How about how about what I play a song from my head? All right, and you guys gotta guess. But I'm still gonna end it with with my song list. <laughs> and we're gonna play. We're gonna play it from my song list of one, and I'm, I, and, okay. and, and I'm gonna play it. Okay. So play you it. guys gotta beat the wrestling POV podcast crew. <laughs> All right. And with that, Tony, go ahead, wrap up. So, like I said, and then after Rick does his, I'll play mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody and the Third Wheel, Rick Serrano Lizard, and our intern. Miguel, go, adios. Love, peace, and wrestling. See y'all next week. Peace out. All right, Rick, right, go guys, ahead, guys, and then you, I'll go. Are you guys ready? With this mm-hmm. one damn song. All right. Go ahead. Bring it down. Oh, Okay, here's mine. Here's mine. We got two words on you. Jesus. Is that the rock? All right, my turn. Why do I know this? Is that really? Orton? Yes, that's Orton. Randy Orton. <laughs> Alright, that was too easy. Alright, ready? Yes. That's like, sounds like some ECW guy. Natural born thrillers. Yeah. Yeah, you see, you wouldn't have gotten that. Flash phone? Flash phone, yeah. Right. Two cool scorpions. Alright, wow, they're playing a bunch of bullshit on this. Elias! Elias! We don't know the rights to this song. Why do you sound like Grover? Who's singing this? Who's singing this? Uh, Bill Cosby? <laughs> Oh, I got over it. Pop with the roof in it. I got sharks swimming in my sea. Hey, alligators at my feet. There's only one option that's to walk with me. Cause you don't know where you're going, but I know where you're going to be. You're lost in this crazy world. Searching for your destiny When all is lost in